Tabletop Time. I'm Dragon. I'm Dave. I'm Jen. I'm Murray. And I'm Jazza. And we are playing in the 40k universe. Finally, we're going to have some actual Space Marines in our 40k roleplay. And I'm playing! (laughs) (laughs) There has been an air of anticipation throughout the studio over the last few weeks. We're very, very excited. Now, this is going to be a little bit different to some people because we're uh, some people coming in for the first time won't have seen some of our roleplay, uh, but we are using a system that is in development. It's currently just sort of between prototype and alpha gateway roleplay, which we're developing to be a really uh, fun and streamlined combat and roleplay happy system. That is a- super homebrewable and really easy to, you know, make work for 40k in like an evening. And the next thing we're all playing is Pokemon. We're like literally trying to like, let's make this work really yeah. well in different universes. Let's push it in every direction. We're sort of testing something different with each different thing we do. And this one is high level characters. And guns. Guns <laughs> yes. is new for this. Yeah. Because we do want Gateway on launch to be able to be compatible with settings, civilian, sci-fi, futuristic fantasy. So yeah. guns is important. Check it out. Link in the, uh, in the description and gatewayroleplay.com. Guns uh-huh. have been hotly anticipated. And if you can't catch us on YouTube, you can listen to us as a podcast. Uh, we're on Spotify, a podcast, and a couple of others. Uh, so yeah, tune in if that's your preferred method of listening. But without further ado... Wait, no. No. Before we get into it, I'd like to mention <laughs> our sponsor for the yes. evening. Fire and Ash. Oh... We have a gift! Oh, it okay, is a, I, it's an unboxing as well as a sponsor. Oh board. my goodness, look how nicely it's wrapped. And I'm going to rip it open. Yes, let's have a look inside. Oh, oh, care until it is done. Oh, this is a course. Oh my god. Oh my god. So nice. So we have been sponsored by these guys in the previous episode. You guys loved it. Their Kickstarter was a success and they're at it again. That is so cool. With oh, a book. Brutal. A dice tower. For your roleplay goodness. Ooh, very nice. That. And look at that so gorgeous cool. art of the oh. dragon. Now, oh. there are different options, I believe, of the art and stuff that you can get done and different inserts. Oh, that's so cool. As, look at this little storage pouch. Oh, oh my it's, God. It's got that oh, flex. Wow. Oh, you can put your best oh. dice in there. Yeah. So that is very lovely. Oh, my God. That's so satisfying. Yeah. Just... That's so good. That's this nice. is fantastic. Is now, this has gorgeous art, and that's by the mural artist Brutal Bohemian, which is also a very cool name. I need to get in contact with them. Brutal Bohemian. Gorgeous and lovingly uh, handcrafted by some wonderful hobbyists who are passionate about making great, fun tools for your hobby. Go check it out. Looks great on your own bookshelf, and it's available only through their Kickstarter. So there are four modules the Dice Tower takes up two-thirds of the space, leaving room for that gorgeous dice vault as seen here, or a deck box or divided tray. So you get to pick and choose with the Kickstarter. Ooh, look at that snug fit. The Kickstarter launches on Wednesday, October 24th, which means it's out. Right now. Right now. It's on. Right now. In the description. But only for a month, so you got to get in fast. They've just launched. Yeah. They did uh, run out last time, so mm. you do have to actually act fast. And act even faster and get 10% off in the first 48 hours. Yes. Early bird special, y'all. So go check it out. Thank you, Fire and Ash, for sponsoring us again and for sending us this awesome, even more impressive Dice Tower book. This is so cool. Go check it out, everyone. Link's in the Murray, description. it's got a dragon on it. Yeah, it is so cool. Keep it off. I just want to grab it. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 go,
Always feel good. <laughs> All right. Before we jump into the role play, I would like a quick disclaimer that this is a work of non-canon fiction as a game. Um, we're fan not fiction, even fan fiction. Please don't possibly Games Workshop. I think. Yeah, yeah. Please, please don't source Games Workshop. We're not making um, money off the forty k stuff. Well, I guess four cents off the stream. Probably, but that would be, right. That's That's a swap. be beside the, beside <laughs> Look, if, the if point. Games Workshop wants to demonetize now. It's demonetized. Yeah, We've already demonetized it. Okay. Thanks, right. Jazza. You always no got worries. Back. Take them off the team. <laughs> yep. Cool. Jazz is paying that. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's so, jump into it. Jumping into it, uh, the Forge World of Madath. You land. Shredding through the streets. So who are we? So we are starting with Ramos. 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 Um, you stride with purpose, um, hands clasped behind your back, uh, through a factory, heading towards a section that seems a bit, a uh, bit more sectioned off than the rest of this large busy uh, factory setting. Ahead you see a um, the tech priest that you have come to meet and to oversee his new newfound project. As you approach, um, he turns, you know, these sort of gangly uh, limbs from his back. It turns to look at you and it's like, ah, Lord Rasmus, it is an honor for us to have you here. I imagine it would be. <laughs> sort of takes a moment, like bows his head and then turns back. It's like, I think you will be surprised, if not impressed, with our new experiments. Hmm. Show me then, May Goss. He turns to a, uh, a chamber that's sort of iron, you know, shutter sealed off reaches over to a console, clicks a few buttons, and the shutters fly open to glass panels. Inside, there is a circular chamber with a number of what look like uh, droids, like robots, mm -hmm. sort of standing in the center, all like dormant heads bowed. He taps a few keys, and you watch as this blue energy pulses through um, some various cables, and one by one, they sort of Start to move. Um, you notice that these droids seem to move unlike anything else. Any sort of mech that you've seen. Megos, what cogitator do you use here? These. You see this sort of brief moment of like twitch as he turns. Something that you can't quite place especially being such a heavily augmented creature, but it's something that you can almost see as sort of anticipation or pride. So he says, We've utilized certain scavenged pieces from various of your brother's campaigns. Scav scavenged from... Raises an eyebrow quizzically. He sort of, you know, twitches a bit. He's like, We did not ask where they came from. We 
in a but we found use yep. in a space marine like immediate you know superhuman reflexes he sub vocalizes onto his vox network like internal helmet vox network second company attention it is ramos the helmet like because the helmets filter out the internal voice and then, then obviously As Magos would continue talking he starts he starts to talk but as he continues, there is suddenly just this, you know, sort of repeated beeping siren from the console behind him as he whips around these, you know, arms leeching forward, starting to, you know, tick at different buttons. Um, he's like, what? No. Brothers, at attention. This was, this was stable. This was... There's um, the high-pitched whine of a plasma pistol whirring to charge as he, like, starts to get ready for act. He's like, what's happening? As you draw your pistol, the, you know, the reactor coil whirring to life, there is sudden this crack of glass. As you look up in one of these droids, its eyes blazing with this sickly blue energy is just... Like, slamming against the glass, the glass splintering and spidering. This is abomination, silica animus. No. What have you done here, Magos? Stable. He starts to tick at another sort of thing as this, uh, this creep, this you know sort of a uh, rogue bot just smashes through the window, lunging for you. Uh, immediately, I'd like to give it a good old shoot if I can. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Uh. I'm going to roll combat. Wait. As a player. Combat. First episode? What is yeah. This? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dice in the first 10 minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm just, intro. I'm going to use my gorgeous uh, little, I'm just going to use an aimed shot, which is a lovely pistol weapon ability. <laughs> my goodness. Oh my god! That's so uh, many dice. As I good throw, shot. Uh, six successes. Okay, so he got he, he got three. Okay, so I, I'm I think you got him. So I do weapon damage. Yeah. Yes, which is four with two piercing and one burn. So he sort of is starting to melt and cinder as the plasma is latching onto his body. Okay, you like. Like aiming your pistol by instinct alone, you fire off a shot and it just eviscerates its head. It sort of keels over backwards and lands on the floor. At your feet, you see um, within the chest cavity, it's like barely covered with these various plates. You see various pieces of what look like crystal and circuitry that doesn't appear to be of any sort of imperial make that you've recognized as a weird sort of green energy pulsing around in its in its chest. Brothers, fall back to the Hatem. As you start to pull back, the Magos is still flicking away. He goes, no, no. And he turns and with one of his, uh, uh, like these sort of like mechanical arms shoves you backwards. Mm-hmm. You stumble backwards as he stumbles forward. He goes, no, the Thousand must be protected. Slams his hand down on a panel as you watch this blue energy pulse from behind you. Um, as you watch your limbs become heavy, you sort of freeze in place. And you watch as the Magos like turns and looks back um, and the 
just chased off by a bunch of these robots that are raging. There's like, as he's slowing down, the pistol like slowly lining with the Magos, but then stops like obviously yeah, before anything can happen. But it's that like intent, the snarl yeah. of intent as it's like, you bastard. <laughs> and, it, yeah. and that is where we leave you. And enter the sanctified, oh, well, no. We find ourselves on another planet uh, with two space marines who are in a bit of pickle. That is gonna uh, frostclaw me. Uh, I, uh, I uh, maybe we. You didn't do it. No, because I, because I, we, I like the, I like the idea yeah. of 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 him describing himself later. Yeah, okay. you go with that. That's fine. Okay. You, you can introduce yourselves. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You're um, the main characters. I'm just a right. passenger. So we're starting up. We're, we're in the tail end of battle, but I am a former space wolf who has been uh, recruited and inferred into the Space Bear Company, which is newly founded after the uh, Crusade, Indominus Crusade. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Gunnar Frostclaw, Gunnar Frostclaw, is uh, has got a little bit of an identity crisis, but he's a strong loyalist. Uh, vehemently serves the emperor, and he will do what his command requires. So, may I step in for context because we've worked on a lot of space bears lore together. Yes. So, for those who are big fans of 40k, uh, basically, as a successor chapter to the Space Wolves, when they were founded, the Space Wolves are quite untrusting of their supposed primaris successors. Mm-hmm. So, he would be a Longfang who was then assigned to basically ki- to like train, induct them, make sure they were truly of of appropriate stock to call themselves yeah. successes. But there is a sort of a discrepancy between the ethos of the chapters because obviously the wolves are known for their ferocity and impatience. Uh, but the bears are patient. That is their hallmark. Does that make you, are you a Primaris Marine or an old firstborn? I'd probably say an old firstborn. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Love that. Okay. <laughs> Murray. Meanwhile, I am Cenaric, one of the angels of death, one of the angels of redemption of the second founding of the Dark Angels chapter. And I am in uh, halfway through my third year of basically that sort of uh, mercenary work under the uh, command of a rogue trader as the political machinations and under the table dealings happen and I have grown accustomed to dealing with uh, the various people in the company in which I find myself including the Space Wolf for which there is very historical uh, shall we say uh, ribbing between the two individuals Uh, it is odd that Angel of Redemption is here, as they usually tend to go and seek their own battles and duels and aren't necessarily trustworthy. But it has probably been determined by now that Cineric is good to his word. Shall we? Sure. So... (laughs) So the two of you uh, find yourselves, smoke assaults your senses, filling the air with the smell of scorched blood and spent ammunition. 
um, around you, you stand in a courtyard of what was once very possibly a very proud imperial citadel, um, which now bears all the taint of uh, chaos. Standing over a a case like a chest, um, what you've been sent to retrieve for your rogue trader. Um, you watch as these two screaming, these four screaming, uh, deranged cultists come charging for you. Not if I can help it! Who <laughs> gave him that? Are we launching, are we launching into combat? I think we are! Yeah. It's not 40k if we're right. not just blasting yeah. this shit immediately. <laughs> and then, because Dave put the models on the board, a hey. fifth cultist stands up from behind a table. <laughs> he didn't see Shaky you. Bastard. I missed that one. That's all, all right, right. <laughs> let's do it. One just comes out. It was obviously in the bathroom, just like. So, <laughs> sorry. Minions declare what they're doing first. What are the cultists <clears throat> doing? Well, uh, the cultists. <clears throat> Yeah. So round of movement first. Yeah. So we yep. do movement. So you go movement, then we go movement. Cool, cool. Well, this one's going to duck around. It's going to go that way. And someone move that one forward as well, because those okay. two are going to charge that way. These two yep. are going to charge it here. That one's going to move forward one. So the cultists are marching towards yeah. us. I will is out of character. We've. It's really easy to like talk and like focus on the models and stuff yeah. Yeah. because we have a podcast of course um, so the so the cultists come charging forward um, the one two at the back sort of like hold out these what are clearly what were once sort of imperial bolters but are now like have long since seen repair um, start to fire off um, already them the other two char- the other ones charge forward into melee all right. Uh, I cannot move because I am flanked or sur- I have, you know, been approached by two of them. So yeah, I can't let adjacent, them yeah. out of my focus. What are you okay. doing, Cineric? I'm happy to stand exactly where I am for the time being. Don't worry, brother. I have this handled fine. Well, we'll see what you can do, old man. That's the voice. Yeah, Don't change it. I've been talking that's about awesome. the voice all, that. all day. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> For like three weeks, we're like, what's the voice, Murray? The first time you speak, like, no. That's the one. <laughs> so Gunner standing strong in melee with Cineric holding up behind with his bolter. Uh, let's get into some combat. So it's going to be, let's say, two melee attacks. No. Yes, two melee attacks for Gunner. Um, and a ranged attack for Cineric and two ranged... Oh, Gunner's getting a lot. <laughs> That's fine. Two ranged attacks for... I couldn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> so we got two two cultists in melee into Gunner, Frostclaw, two behind with guns, firing their terrible slug guns into Gunner as well, and then the one that's sort of wide off the flank is he peppering yeah. Cineric. So okay. And uh, so, yeah, fire from cover with a ranged attack. Yeah. Um, and the the other one's the melee. Yeah, yeah. that should. Cool. Yeah, because this one can only hurt adjacent targets. Yeah. So that, yeah. So cool. I'm going to bring that up here just because my eyesight is terrible. Gunnar is going to be recklessly attacking the uh, enemy in front of him. 
What are you going to do? Me meanwhile, I will be using rapid target acquisition to take down my foes in quick succession. Oof. Hell yeah. How much ammo are you spending? This is the first gun ability. Yeah. This is a three spirit gun yeah. ability. Three spirit yeah. gun ability. I'm going to use two, so four ammo. Plus the one from firing. So th this has, I explained everything except the one critical rule <laughs> about, about ammo. Every time so you fire. Every <laughs> time you use a card that specifically says it uses a gun skill. So so the reason mm -hmm. that's a distinction, right, is because if I look at, uh, uh, okay, dual wield is a pistol ability and it says roll any weapon skill. If you select a gun in that part, you spend an ammo. So basically anytime you fight with a weapon, it's pretty logical, you, with a gun, you spend an ammo. Does that make sense? Yeah, cool. So you'd spend five to shoot three targets. Okay, that okay. makes yep. sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Alicia, that's exactly who. There was a name I couldn't think of before that my voice reminded me of, and she just nailed it in one. What was it? Um, Jason Statham. Oh. <laughs> this is going to make me really happy. Which ones are you shooting? Uh, we see the these two off to basically forwards and my right, and then one at the back. Leaving this one for Gunnar, the one that. Okay. So he's taking one out. He's trying to peel one off Gunnar and then two yeah. of the shooters. Don't yeah. look ungenerous. My kill. <laughs> Don't you worry. I'll let you play with your food. All right, we rolling. Yep, yep. Let's roll, baby. Uh, with my reckless attack, I've less one dice. I will point out I am using weird custom D8s because this is all very alpha and, and prototypey, and we're experimenting with uh, D8 with because my I have some crit abilities. Uh, so this is a custom thing. So okay. it'll become apparent. But oh, what color is the success? Black one, or white? Two, black. One, two, three, uh, four, did five. Did you change six, that on the spot or is it? <laughs> <laughs> so seven successes. Yeah, yeah. seven successes. Which how, one? how many dice uh, are you rolling with? Five. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and I don't have any crit stuff, so it's just literally going to be like... Well, no. I don't uh -huh. have crits but unless have... I use crit abilities, which uh, okay. I'm not at the moment. Because um, yeah, that, that would be... Yeah, there's no... So, so with seven yeah. successes, not one of the cultists fighting you can succeed, so you don't even need to roll. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, all, so all of them, like, the ones at the back, like, blasting off, hey, just nothing, and then... You just like. So, which one were you attacking? Uh, this one. How much damage? Sorry, the one immediately in front of me. I tear into it with four damage. What have you? What have you got in your other hand? A pistol. Pistol. Cool. You like, as these two cultists come charging at you. The first one, you know, stabs at you with this like sort of rusted blade. You bring your claws down from like almost like backhanding his weapon downwards into the ground before just driving it straight into the gut of this um, this second <laughs> lifting him up off the ground. Um, the others fire off and you feel like very sort of tink, 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 like sort of scra scraping off your uh, off your armor. <sighs> the bugs on this planet are incessant. You want to roll? Yeah, I want to see this roll because we got one yeah. dude who might be able to do something. <laughs> one dude who might be able to actually get something in here. Four successes. Mm. He five. Oh, five. You rolled five. 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 Okay. Murray. So, Murray. Murray. As uh, as Sinero fires bolt rounds into three targets, how much da how much damage does a bolter do? Six. And how much health does a cultist have? Uh, that would that would be five. 
no armor. I'll leave it there. You guys can. You. I just thought I'd mention that. As you. Um, can you give us a Space Marine scream for a second? Thank you. <laughs> which which one is it? Yeah, cool. One, two, three. Oh, oh all of them. He, yeah, he just killed three with one ability. No, that's As this just greedy. <laughs> Sorry, old man, you're taking so long. You <laughs> aim, you aim down, things. you aim down your sights as these um, cultists charge forward. One on the right, like you see, the one on your right, um, like levels a uh, like a blaster at you. And you just quickly like fire off this shot that just pops him like a balloon. You then see um, uh, Gunner like smack this one to this this other one to the side, like slapping him to the way like he's a child. And you just quickly divert, fire off, and then hit the one behind him as they all just like shatter like broken toys. I didn't kill the one in front of me. What? Technically, no, you didn't. You no, no, you, four damage. No, you didn't. Did you? How much oh. damage did you do? Four. four. Okay, yeah, no, you. He's still alive on your core. You, you like slash across the front of him. I'm sorry, I thought I figured you'd definitely do. You slash across the front of him. He's now like the the entire front of him is like just barely hanging on. But it's he's just like a flesh wound. The best thing is it does bleed one. He has one health left. So Yay! he's uh, <laughs> he's mortally wounded. If yeah. he moves, he dies. But he's, he's like just... trying to like pull things back <laughs> together and like not not yeah. doing it. Love it. What over here is like you've never seen fear you know in a cultist. I'm size. using a grit. Finish it off. Okay. okay. I just as I yank him off of my claw and spit yeah. on the on the scum tree. As he's like, so, so as you, you know, drive your claws into his gut and he's like, <laughs> like trying to sort of shove back so he can get some sort of purchase, you just, and then chuck him aside. Yeah, I do. When you're quite done, Gunner, we've got places to be. Mm. Very well. I shan't waste any more time then. We just roll off to see who kills the last guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, right. no, let's do this the right way. Combat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got That's, another round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Okay. Is, well, is he going anywhere? In the there's, one, he could run. <laughs> there's, cool. there's one cultist standing just behind yeah. a pile of bodies that we're he's, just put. <laughs> well, we put down that they're they're fearless, so yeah. he's going to clamber over yeah. his eviscerated comrade to try and get a swing at the. <laughs> Quite obviously, out of his depth, space bear. Um, yeah. Um, I take it no one else is going to move. I um, don't need to yeah, move. Up. <laughs> I have guns. I'll move up to the side of Gunner. Mm-hmm. Cool. So stepping up next to your battle brother, facing down this single cultist who seems to be. In a very like Mad Max, you know, Warboy sort of style, is just frothing at the mouth, charging forward. Um, what would you? He's going to attempt to attack, uh, just melee with Gunner again. I am going to use my finisher move just because I feel like a bit of theatric flair. I think yeah. because my uh, comrade has just just flexed on me <laughs> that I'm like, okay, you use a three spirit move, I'm going to use a three spirit move. I was about to say, definitely because you're not feeling inadequate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What are you going to do? I am going to use move and fire by simply walking off, off in a different direction and I'm just going to See if you can just slightly <laughs> back to the drop on ship. Off to the, yeah. yeah, not looking just over. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Just, just with your last oh, round. Take his kill, yeah. Now, with the I last have, round. I've uh, my normal amount of dice. Oh, if they, has he declared he's oh, just doing yeah, attack? He's, yeah. he's just going to, uh, what was it? Reckless Assault against yep. Gunner. What did he got on it? Uh, well, this is crits to hit and critical damage. <laughs> okay. Okay. And does plus two damage. Plus two damage. Okay. So this is a bit OTT. Yeah. Uh, okay, so crits to hit. This is our first crits roll, yep. so we'll just take a yeah. quick moment to explain it. Uh, this, this could be explained on D6s, is one is a critical miss, which is a separate thing. Six is a critical hit. So in these D8s, uh, these marked black ones... You got there, one. I've got one. ...is a critical hit. And it just means that is otherwise a very freaking good roll. Uh, any critical hit, I get to roll another dice. That yep. doesn't give me anything extra. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine uh, hits. And you, got, you have critical damage as well, which means yeah. for every crit you get an extra damage. So you deal six damage with your claws. Mm -hmm. Yay. Do, do you want to? Do you want to? Yes. Wanna... Because the great thing is that this is happening simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, sharing. So Dragon is going to be the one who chooses which one of us wins. Oh, oh no, same time. We, yeah, it's yeah, just no, like it's this a... glorious pulp. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. One, two, three, four, five, six dice, six successes. All right, wow. Yeah, that was well, good. well, they have five dice, yep. and he rolled a one. <laughs> he rolled so, a one. So as you, um, as he comes charging forward, you know, flailing his crude weaponry at you, um, Donna, you lunge forward, claws at the ready. Um, whereas while the generic just sort of walks off, just not even looking, just aiming the bolter off to the side. As your claws like touch, like basically pierce his stomach, his head just pops. Yay! And it's just like just, and he's just limp on your claws. No, my apologies. Looks like I got a bit on you there. <laughs> just wipe it off. <laughs> Sometimes I wish they put up more of a fight. We should return. We oh, have orders to... That I can't agree with you. As you are uh, finishing up, the um, uh, the voice pops over your Vox, just like, Retrieval Squad, report. Have you found the relic? Indeed. I'm assuming we've found a relic. You found yeah, a, you, <laughs> yeah, you have found, you have found a crate that appears to be... We have acquired the targeted... Excellent. Relic. Return to the sanctified creed immediately. We have new orders. The Emperor protects. Resistance was futile and flattened. I have to tell myself not to answer the Emperor protects with, of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit too sassy for me. <laughs> so collecting uh, the, the crate that you have retrieved you um, make your way back to the to the drop ship to head back to the sanctified creed where we find uh mary van hoss would you like to introduce your character sure um so mary van hoss is uh part of a line of rogue traders uh, she has an older sister uh, who has more cybernetics than her and she's incredibly jealous of her older sister, um, who's also a rogue trader too. Um, in their line, uh, their dynasty, uh, her sister has also got her own ship. Uh, so she's kind of tagging along and trying to prove herself so she can start her own crew and be her own rogue trader. 
Uh, but for now, she's tagging along with her sister. Older sister. How much older than you is she? Uh, oh, uh, the six minutes. Six minutes mm, older than you. We're twin sisters. Okay. <laughs> Yes. That's going to suck when the oldest inherits the ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, really, I really wanted that just to come up naturally. Hopefully, just that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, passing through the corridors of the Sanctified Creed, the ship is kept fairly neat and tidy, and for, for the most part, your sister runs a tight ship. Um, many of the crew and, you know, sort of various guards on the ship give you a um, various sorts of salute. Um, you know, some varying respect, and you're not entirely sure if this is due to your position on the ship or the fact that half the crew can't tell you and your sister apart. Um, you've been called to your sister's chambers, um, mm-hmm. saying she has something that she needs you to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, you eventually make your way to a large set of fairly uh, ornate double doors with sort of like a dark wooden paneling polished to a high luster with bronze fittings on the outside, a large sort of aquila holding the, creating the handles for the center of the door. I push them open and go through. Actually, I knock first. <laughs> That's polite. Okay. Come in. And I open the door and walk through. So inside is a, you know, fairly large, um, still, you know, sort of professional, but obviously comfortable um, chamber. Uh, the furniture inside is a dark, sort of a dark oak, polished, kept fairly polished, but obviously has seen a fair amount of use. A large, you know, fairly ornate rug holds the center of the room, running down to a desk at the far end, um, behind which there are sort of these large gothic windows that look out into the, you know, sort of nebula mottled expanse of space. Your sister sits at the uh, the desk, sort of tapping with a um. What do you call? What is it? The a quill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, yeah, a, a pen or something like, yeah. like so Space look. pen. There's, there's a, there is a word for oh, it. So it's, a, it's a quill. Uh, it's a quill that has been carved from a baby's finger, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, find um, sort of a sort of tapping. She sort of looks up at you at a glance. It's like, oh, excellent. It's you. Um, yes. Uh, I've got some business I need you to handle. I'm very busy, and he says he needs to speak to someone official, and that's not going to be me today. Mm, of course, I enjoy doing all of your petty work. How can I help? Watch, you will mind your tone in my quarters. I am the captain of this ship. Yes, how can I help? You need to go and speak with Caron. He's got some news that's apparently very important and very exciting, and I'm sure... Whatever it is, it will probably destroy his quadrant of the ship again. So mm. I, I need you to go and find out what's going on. Well, I understand you could only trust me with this important task. I shall go and I'll report back soon. Good. For the Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> you, turn, you turn around and leave and she's like, I'm older than you, remember? Yes, yes, you remind me every single day. <sighs> I love your portrait. <laughs> I love it so much. It's really great. <laughs> so you make your way. Yeah. So you, you, you're aware that Caron is the, the resident tech priest of the Sanctified Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, making your way down, you make your way into sort of more of the maintenance bay area. Um, Keep going. Don't worry about me. 
making your way down to sort of more the maintenance bay area, um, eventually making it to his workshop. The sliding doors are open and you enter into a large, uh, a large, you know, sort of industrial chamber. There's a number of workbenches with various arms, you know, sort of working at, you know, small pieces of machinery or fixing um, bits of equipment. You see at the far end of the room, this sort of like gangly red cloaked figure, you know, cloaks hanging to the floor, um, various sort of like almost like tentacled arms, you know, sort of spanning out from underneath his robes that sort of click at various, you know, controls and keyboards. Um, generally sort of giving off the impression that he's working all of this at once. Mm-hmm. Um, um, as I walk through, uh, knowing that this room's probably very echoey as well, mm-hmm. uh, so I kind of shan't say, Oh, Karan, my favourite tech priest, how are we today? There is a sudden sort of, like, jar to his hands <laughs> as they sort of stop, and he turns, like, all, all like, like, you know, in one piece sort of turns around. You see this sort of, like, half, you know, familiar, half-covered face, sort of like respirator mask that's sort of moulded to look like a skull on the bottom half of his face. There's that wonderful smile I like to see every day. You've never seen this look of, like, (laughs) disdain from a tech priest's face. But it's just sort of, generally is a fairly sort of... uh, what's it like tranquil sort of, or like, you know, emotionally nullified people. It just, this sort of, you, you are well aware that this sort of attitude grates on Caron like a cheese grater. So it's like, oh. Does he have one? Just in his accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 nothing, if nothing else, Caron is a sucker for Parmesan. Like the only thing that he keeps. Um, but he sort of turns, he's like, oh. Good. Um, I, I assume your sister sent you. You would assume correct, yes. Excellent, good. Um, I've... A power signature has been recognized on my scanners. It could be something of great interest. Um, it seems to be leading to a, a world that... I'm not sure was there before, but it's something that I feel it would be good for us to all to check. Prosperous for all of us. I need to speak with the captain. It's kind of a... mm. See, you need to make it sound a little bit more convincing than this. You come up with a lot of theories and you like to stop us a lot of the time from our actual mission, so I really need you to be... 100% 100% on this one. Okay. Yes. Forge World make Relic. Forge Ooh. World without Imperium can't make Relic. We go to Forge World. Forge World now have Imperium. Forge World make Relic. Aha. Uh-huh. See, Forge World. Now that sounds very interesting, doesn't oh, it? Oh, did I not mention that already? I don't think so. Unless it flooded through my mind. I'm not Apologies. sure. Apologies. That's okay. Forge World. Yes. Interesting. Well... Perhaps I can sway her into landing or patrolling the perimeter. How about that? Excellent. Yes. Good. Uh, we should go to the bridge. I need we to shall. talk with your sister. Sounds wonderful. He starts, like, moving. Um, as he, like, walks away from the console, his arms stop clacking at these sort of keyboards, and he watches all of these arms just stop. Um, he sort of walks to the, sort of, like, almost, like, glides to the door. 
then steps out and is like, yes, um, bridge, bridge, that way. Y- yes, this, this way, yes. Um, as you make your way back, um, in the hangar, uh, the space marines return. Um, stepping out of the, uh, the ship, the dropship, you, you know, crate, I assume, under one arm. Uh, a voice comes over the communicator that just says, Retrieval squad, return to the bridge for new briefing. Well, that was fairly straightforward as orders go. I say, sort of like dusting off the crate. Yes, well, hopefully they've got something a bit bigger this time that was menial and somewhat degrading, if you ask me. Nothing is degrading when it is in the name of the Emperor, brother. Where is your loyalty? Oh, of course, he has all my loyalty. Don't even start that with me. Come on, let's go. As you step out, like, sort of dusting the crate off, um, you see, like, stepping out from behind you in this drop ship, you see uh, another Stardis, a familiar one. Um, as he sort of reaches over and takes the crate off, you see this is Hakan. Hakan. He is, a, um, he is dressed in the sort of similar armor to the salamanders, sort of the green sort of armor. He's got this cloak of sort of what seems to be almost like a rept- dark reptilian scales over his shoulder. He takes this, I will take to forge. Very well, brother. Do not want to keep Captain waiting. Yeah. I'd say you missed all the fun, but there wasn't much there. You've seen, so you've, you've, you've all known Hakan. He's been part of the ship for as long as you can remember. Um, he's got this, like, you know, that same, that uh, nocturne sort of onyx black skin. Um, this sort of pale, jagged scar runs down the side of his, one side of his face, and his eyes covered with this sort of, you know, nicely crafted but sort of crude metal plate. And he turns and says, I am usually good with ship. Thank you. A shame you couldn't have joined us. They went down quickly, but there's always something satisfying about the slaughter of heretics. This coy smile curls the side of his face as he glances over. He says, Synetic got most kills again, yes? (laughs) (laughs) If you'd been there, Gunner might not have gotten any. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I believe it's not in the quantity of kills, but the quality of them. Yes, yes. I will remember. He turns and, like, wanders back, carrying this crate, wanders back to his forge. If you end up killing one person and turn them into 17 pieces, I think that should count as more than one. No, afraid not. <laughs> that is absolute bollocks. And you know it. Mm. Can't just make more sort enemies. Growl <laughs> sort of jokingly and go to grab a few things to polish and wipe <laughs> up the claws which are stained with heretic blood. Fear not. Our enemies are numerous, if not stupid. Mm. Plenty of them will fall onto the, your blade, I whether f- you will it or not. I look for a chance to spread our wings a little bit with the next. The Emperor is mighty, of course, but... It's nice to be stretched once in a while. <laughs> True that. All right, let's go to the bridge. One of the humans will have something to say to us. So you make your way back through the ship. Um, as you approach the, the you know, so the doorways to the bridge, 
Um, you see Mary and uh, Caron, the tech priest, coming up the other way as they reach the doors. What is the term for a, a uh, uh, what do you... Bridge? Ship? No, uh, the tra- uh, rogue trader. What does one address them as? Like, co- not commander, but like a captain. Well, you're a space marine, so it doesn't count. Yeah. You could call the captain a captain because she's a captain of the ship. Is, is uh, Maria a captain or is she? No, like, she's okay. the daughter of. You might say like Sis, sister of. Sister of, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, sister of captain. <laughs> Look, it, depends how, it really depends on how respectful yeah. you want to be because they are often addressed as like you know your lordship, your ladyship, your honor. Lady. Like I like that. Lady is fine. They are nobility, so that is perfectly reasonable. Lady, we have fulfilled our orders. What are our next? Oh, gentlemen, you've returned. Uh, I suggest that. Uh, so Nick got the most kills again? Why does everyone say that? <laughs> it's good to see you too, little Marie. It's not about quantity. It's about <laughs> <laughs> little bag rumbles in the corner there. You hear this sort of like low wheezing sort of what what you've come to know as Caron laughing, but it sort of just sounds like a... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm ah, sure you've killed a bigger thing. I reckon God yeah. might take yeah. you down yeah, like yeah. a larger phone. And he's, and he's never let yeah. anyone forget yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but I also love the idea that in the same battle that you like ripped it's the arms the off, one. off like a tyranny hive guard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Still in the count scenario, <laughs> kills like five gaunts. Counts yeah. as one. <laughs> what are our next orders, lady? Well, Caron, he has something very interesting to show all of us. We have potential energy readings from a, a what could be an abandoned forge world. Yes, forge world. Oh, do tell. I, I feel we should talk with the captain about this, considering that this is all conjecture until we are given the go-ahead. I presume she's on her way. He turns and looks down the... Uh, down the cor- down the through the doorways into the bridge, and um, you see, in true uh, Augustine fashion, so Augustine, your sister, mm-hmm. um, she is standing. You know, obviously having been informed that you're coming, standing at the the head of the bridge in a very uh, sort of a commanding pose, looking out into the expanse of space and the planet, just sort of circling below you. Give her a little nod as she enters. The She's looking the other way. <laughs> Captain, a forge world indeed. Augustine turns, um, sort of fixes you with this sort of like uh, being elevated, sort of downward glare that you know that she enjoys way too much. Um, and sort of says, Ah, is that why we're here? You had orders for us, I believe. I presumed you knew. Well,. I was under the impression that my sister had acquired some new knowledge. Caron? Mary? Well, as Caron has said before, this is a potential forge world, well, that could be very advantageous to us. Hmm. Abandoned, you say? Yes, correct. I kind of tap, like, Caron to, like... Caron's just sort of sitting there, like, seems to be sort of staring off into a space room and just goes, <laughs> Oh, yes. Um, it's a new energy reading. One 
my senses couldn't quite recognize. Um, it seems to be old. Um, but it's worth investigating. It could be quite advantageous for all of us, I feel. Yes, you hear that? And I gestured to mm. my sister. Augustine sort of nods and like, hmm. Well, I guess as long as it's in the name of the trader and the ship, then yes. Turns to the two of you and is like, do you think the two of you would be up for another mission? Scouting, investigation, return with a report? For now. Of course. Good. Get some rest. We'll be there soon. Very well. We'll, uh, go rest. Hi, no, Augustine sort of turns to you and is just like, do, do they rest? I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I, never, I never know. I don't think say. so. That's a lot of polishing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I we think it takes like two hours to take the armor minute. off or all something. I, all I smell is lapping powder. It's yeah, like kind of gross. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, um, do we actually rest as in like yeah, yeah, get um, spirit back? Yeah, you will rest get spirit back. Yeah. Um, you know, so the ship, you know, as you return to your quarters to rest, the ship groans as it, you know, sort of sets, sets a new heading. Um eventually reaching uh, this new planet. As you all regather in the bridge, um, below you see a this sort of mottled ball of grey and brown below you. Um, Charon sort of walks to the centre center console of the bridge and waves a hand, and this sort of, like, projection of the planet shows up. Um, most of you realise that in, on most planets you've seen, there will be of, the, of these readouts, there will be, you know, various blips all over the place. There is, this planet is dark, pretty much save for one of this, like, small energy reading. This is mm. all the intel you have? This is all the intel there is. Huh. Perhaps something of value has been hidden and everything else on the planet taken away. A treasure buried to be claimed for the Emperor. Um, Ramos sort of like waves his hand, like sort of turns his hand in the air and the ball starts to rotate and he says, Normally, I would be able to investigate deeper with various senses, but something is holding me. I can't, I can't get closer with any of the equipment on the ship. So there's potential danger down there, then? He nods. He's like, that is what they're for. Oh, the space marine. I thought you were pointing to something else. No. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm glad that you two are coming. I'm glad that uh, Sinric will be there to help. You, you, you two gonna. Why does everyone speak of me like this? <laughs> no, no, it's just one band. I'm useful. <laughs> I've known that, like, everyone on the ship refers to you as one kill gunner. <laughs> so ironic that my name is Gunner and I'm the melee guy. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> no, you didn't plan that. <laughs> well, even derelict, the Forge World is quite the treasure in itself. This will be well worth the expedition. 
Will we have seen a Forge world before? Probably, yeah. I would say. Like you've like not it, it, you've you've never. I, I wouldn't yeah, probably work on a, depending on how long you've been bef- mm. in the yeah. Legion before you were taken by the rogue trader you've probably you may not have seen like one in depth but you've probably definitely been to one yeah cool best prepare yourselves gentlemen i am prepared (laughs) we'll be in touch captain good um as you step away or as the others step away augustine like sort of trots down the stairs grabs your arm um you watch like Watches. She sort of watches as they, the rest sort of wander off. And she looks and sort of says, "Something wrong." I can't put my finger on it, but Caron's not telling us everything. Yeah, he he kind of does that sometimes, though. He's very elusive. It's all in the ooh spookiness of his demeanor, I guess. Yes, I'm just saying. Be careful, and if you find out what it is he might be hiding, report back to me immediately. Will do. Good. Why are you still here? Go. Take care, sister. You too. I've wanted to chime in with a random game, uh, like... Go on. ...person <laughs> desperately this whole time. It's so hard to not just be a player. Go, go, five go seconds. on. What? Oh, is there something you want? No, to I just wanted to oh. literally have a guy be like. <laughs> he wanted to say he literally, to literally <laughs> some voidsman who just yeah. like salutes and <laughs> is like, "Milady, we'll have a landing squad for you, ready?" <laughs> like, that kind of charm. That's all I want. You <laughs> to, to, like, yeah, Augustine turns around, is like, "Yes, I don't need an update to everything, Gideon. Thank you." Ah, it's man, no worries, I'm. I mean, mum, mum. <laughs> My kingdom for a better crew. <laughs> Mumbles, you're the best you we're the best you can afford, love. Under his breath. <laughs> Good night. Cool. Making your way down 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 to down. Making your way back down to the hangar. Um, Hakan is there, you know, sort of, once again, armoured, you know, with his various gear. Sorry, if you both press the button at the same time, because you're so in tune. (laughs) (laughs) It turns into a black void. Are you doing landscapes? (laughs) I'm doing... I have to learn to let go. I've DM'd (laughs) non-stop for years, so I'm just like, I'm just innately doing it. I I couldn't tell if anyone in the the table could notice. I gave up on the character portraits because he kept doing it, so I was like, no, I'm done. (laughs) Dave. Stop. Stop it. As soon as I'm taught I have a character, I'll be able to relax. (laughs) I'm getting a taste of what you're doing. Dave, Jazz will organize this. You can push the buttons till we have your character, okay? <laughs> Jazza called us all here. This is an intervention. Okay? Like it's... <laughs> so you make your way back to the hangar. Uh, Hakan is sort of preparing the dropship, um, as he always does, sort of checking everything over like three times. Um, as he turns and sees the five of you, no, four of you, 
uh, approaching and sort of smiles like his hands on his hips. He says, ah, ragtag group, excellent. Is it the guy from before, Hakan? Hakan, yeah. Salamander. Yeah, cool. Are you joining us, brother? He never does. He smiles, (laughs) he goes, "Eh, in spirit, I take care of ship. Ah, you always miss out on the fun. He was just—he was described as a tech marine, yeah. No, or no. no, he's salamander. No, just he's, salamander. He's, he's, he's essentially he's salamander. Yeah. Tinker with everything. I, I picture him in like the the sort of like half aggressor like gravis mm. armor. So like the flame the flamer attached to one yeah. side, and just this giant hammer in the other. Yeah, cool. Um, he just sort of nods. He's like, "Good. Well, let's get going." Just the standard equipment or anything specific for the energy reading that we're picking up? He, he sort of turns his like brow sort of furrowed for a moment. He goes, specific equipment would be tech priest, yeah? Yes. <laughs> pretend, uh, he, pretend my character doesn't ask stupid questions. <laughs> I don't think it was a stupid no, question. No, 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 it's like, it is, it is a good point, but it's yeah. like, it's just the fact that Hakan is just very much yeah, like, Kana yeah. doesn't have much faith in little fragile humans with tinkery bits. Sometimes it's better that the closest of the emperor handle the intricacies. Where's an iron priest when you need one? That's what we're missing is an iron he, priest. He smiles and like, you know, claps you on the shoulder. He's like, one day you will learn strength in humanity, yeah? Climbs into the ship and up into the cockpit. I've yet to see it. <laughs> The ship, tw- like, shifts and pitches as it enters, you know, shuddering as it enters the, the planet's atmosphere. Um, you know, various sort of chains and motifs sort of shaking across the, uh, across the, uh, hull. Making sound just, Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, that was, <laughs> no, I'm doing like a, <laughs> you said that's, you know. mm-hmm. we don't have a sound effect for that. <laughs> Um, Acapella Dave in the house. <laughs> <laughs> the um, as it you know approaches landing, it pitches sharply upwards and then like clanks downwards. Um, Not that sharply. <laughs> That's why I was doing the sound. <laughs> and everybody dies. No. Uh, <laughs> um, the you know the the front sort of uh, what do you call it plank sort of lowers with a hiss. Um, and you hear this clanking as Hakan comes down. He's like, good, another happy landing. Now, you go do whatever you need to do. We will take care of ship, yeah. Oh, you're, you're staying here? You're not? Because three shields are better than two, so, yes, One shield at the uh, way off the planet is probably not bad. I mean, that's a good point. But just to clarify, you're not joining us? No. Okay. Well, stay tight. <laughs> he picks up like a um, what do you call like a tarantula turret and just starts wandering out the back, start, starting off the off the entry plank and just mm-hmm. sort of puts it down, starts setting it up. Come on, my lady, we'll keep you safe. Yes, I appreciate that. Have a good time. Then you got it. I'll keep you safe too. Come on, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> Don't let him kill anyone else. He's still working off last time. 
time. I am saving my ferocity for the right moment. So you step from the uh, boarding ramp into a derelict city of ash. Uh, there are sprawling factories and warehouses as far as the eye can see, these spiraling towers reaching towards this blackened, cloud-covered sky. Um, all around you, there's uh, these ancient remains of a struggle. There are armoured skeletons, you know, these sort of like skeletons bearing sort of ragged uniforms and pits, bits of Imperial Guard armour. Um, various, uh, you know, sort of what look like some sort of like robotic creature just sort of strewn across the ground, bearing various sort of uh, weapon damage and, you know, sort of killing wounds. Um, the walls are peppered with the remains of, uh, you know, sort of blast of fire. Thank you, Tiger Chat, for the super chat. Thank you. And uh, Tiger Wolf for the super chat. I don't know whether Tiger Cat. Tiger He's listening cat. to our stream while playing some Dark Tide, which is very, yeah. appropriate. very, very appropriate. Um, I imagine we got like a Vox to report back to the ship, yeah. Like a ready yes. the Vox for us, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll radio back to the captain and mm -hmm. say... Do the thing. Do the thing. Uh, uh, talk, talk Box. Hold on. No, it's not that one. It's do it's uh do telephone test. There you go. There you go. It's got. It's we're gonna do it. I don't know if I have. If you one. got do it, do I have one of those? <laughs> Yours is far more complicated. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it then. No. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Marie Van. <laughs> This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did she say that? Please tell me she did. <laughs> Murray, I've told you if we're going to use the official Vox, we need to we need to maintain some level of decorum. Like Yes. Uh Murray to the captain. Is there something in the air? Yes, yes, that's yes, me. Go yes. ahead. Uh, we have landed safely. Okay. Excellent. Anything to report? Uh uh. Uh Oh, nope, that, that's the one. Um, I kind of like look around and kind of look at the both of you and then report back and say, No, not really. Excellent. Um, feel free to contact me when you do. Will do. Good. Yep. Great. <laughs> Looks like the Vox is in working on a good job. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to try these things. You never know. Um... Is there like a scanner or something that we've got that tells us like the source of what we're or are we that following power the surge? priest? Um. Oh, is Char is Charon with us? Yes. Oh, okay. Charon, Charon okay. Is with me. Oh, okay. Um, he sort of like looks around and sort of scanning. He's you know these sort of like you know tentacled arms like twitching every so often and like very rhythmically. He turns. He goes. The energy reading is this way. So he starts to make his way towards one of the one of these factory buildings. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything anyone would like to do uh, other than probably just follow? Yeah, you know, proceed. Oh, you know what? I'd probably me. clear the way first, mm -hmm. leading with the bolter, sort of like checking doors and mm -hmm. leading people through. Cool, cool. Um, I stand close to Murray and Caron, just to you know, I'm basically the bodyguard beside them as you. Move ahead. Um, cool. Can either or both of you 
uh, make me a, what would it be? Acuity. Yes. Just to have a general look around. Anyone else that wants. Acuity what? Um, I will say it's a... Wisdom? Yeah. So acuity wisdom. Alrighty. I got four. Mm -hmm. Three. Four. You critical success. Six. Oh, six. Um, nice. See, I just need to roleplay it as a god, and I can roll good. <laughs> you roleplay Jason Statham, you become. <laughs> you making your way towards this factory, um, sort of like keeping an eye out, well aware that, you know, Caron has already stated that there's something odd here um, that he can't quite place. Um, Gunnar, you like looking around, you spot uh, there's this brief flash of light and just like a little, like a little sort of a, what do you call it? Just like a, like a small dot suddenly in your vision as you glance up you there's nothing there but you sort of like glancing around for it you uh scenario like see the same thing but as you look up your uh should we say like better better trained for ranged eyes see a um for this brief moment at this window this sort of shattered window um there's this small uh, insect seems to be running along the masonry um, and it seems to every so often just bzz, bzz, with this low like spark with this low blue glow like a firefly and then okay. it just sort of crawls inside hmm right. no hostile threats spotted yet very very low forms of life and but very rare at that I believe we are near the power source. Right. Caron, like, taps a few uh, numbers on a keypad and the door sort of... It just sort of, like, falls slightly open. He's like, um... I could use some assistance. Yes, it appears he could. I step up and try to force open the, the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would be a power... Yep, sorry. Oh, strength. Yeah, strength check. Well, you get to pick what your skill is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's a strength check. I've got to get used to that. So strength check and you add what you uh, want. Yeah, power. Power. Roll them bones. That's a five. That's that four successes. Five. Four successes. Nice. With a, you know, a high whine to a screech, just <laughs> like open up these you doors. You seem to be having trouble with that, brother. I mean, particularly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the quickest roll. <laughs> and it was worse. It was, I got five. What? I got five. Oh. Did you? Yeah, I got five. Okay. Yeah. What did you get? Uh, was it four? four? Five? Yeah, yeah. That's you, it. Was it so, four? It was so four. You, he got three. I'm pretty sure it was two. <laughs> I feel like you got three. Can we get an instant replay on that? <laughs> you definitely rolled like three black. No, it was five. Oh, okay. It's Cut just because of the sides of yeah, it must be what's yeah. facing you. Yeah. yeah, okay. So you wrench these, these these doors open to the point that you're able to like side on, 
you know, sort of shuffle through forwards. And Gunner steps forward after he was just like, oh, and just like pushes them for the rest of the way into the wall. <laughs> Where he's behind you and so says, that, thank you. So, so that he can <laughs> walk through, like just so he can walk through like straight on. <laughs> um, making your way inside, there is a small uh, workshop. Um, it's again, covered. It's, first of all, like just basically destroyed. Like there is not a a screen that isn't smashed. There is not, you know, a console that isn't like missing most of its keys and cracked. Um, just in front of the doorway, you see a large form that looks similar, if not, if at its in its time, possibly slightly more grand than Caron, but a similar sort of like red robes. Um, you know, sort of mechanical arms out from the robes, you know, mechanical face, oh. and it is just, like, anything that was in the torso area is gone. Oh, it's just, Karen, don't, don't, don't look. That, that's, this is awful. Karen I, sort of steps <laughs> forward, and, like, you see a few of these sort of, like, tentacled arms sort of tap across the, um, the form, and he's like, what did this? So I'll walk up past, sweeping the room, just making sure it's proper and clear. Um, you see uh, at the far end, there is this large circular chamber, um, you know, shattered glass panels looking through to what appears to be sort of a, a holding area or some sort of like testing bay. Um, all around, there are these, you know, various sort of robotic forms, some still having like skeletons attached to them. Um, scattered across the floor. Um, far to your left, as you step up to that, that end of the chamber, you see uh, a sight that it's a very odd sight for you to have behold in this sort of area. Um, but there is this glowing blue orb, like f- energy field. Um surrounding a small portion at the center of it or just like you know within it um you see what appears to be a an astartes marine um this plasma pistol pointed um you know staff in hand like a sort of hecker staff in hand um this very sort of disgusted aggravated face um expression as it's sort of pointing at something like that seems to be directly ahead. Um, would, you, would, you, would you like to describe yeah, your character? Yeah, I'd like to describe my character. <laughs> so uh, you are both confronted with a site of um, power armor you'd probably both recognize to be quite um, austere, relic armor that you'd see company veterans, maybe stern guard wearing. Uh, as space marines, you would recognize it as a suit of ornate Mark III power armor. And it is resplendent in a beautiful ruby finish, like sparkling uh, finish with gold filigree inlaid in it in patterns. Um, you you see gemstones uh, tastefully decorated and a cloth tabard hanging at the waist. Um, the features of the marine are actually concealed behind um, a an ornate and plumed helmet uh, that has a sort of horizontal uh, plume currently on that is reminds you actually of an ultramarine to have the plume that's quite um, centurion-esque 
and the symbol that you can see on the armor is that of a sun, uh, a circular sun, and not one that any of you are familiar with, I would assume. It's uh, an Astartes of a chapter I'm not familiar with. No, neither. I do not recognize any of these sigils. He seems to be in stasis. Yes. A voice from behind you, like Caron's voice, just says, yes, this appears to be the energy reading that we are here for. Well, this, this is the energy reading. No relic, unfortunately, but... You see Caron's like walking around and is eyeing this armor um, with this sort of like extreme interest. He's like, well, that entirely depends on whether the inhabitant still breathes. Well, can you get him out? I can. Perhaps no one should be standing in front of the aforementioned firearm before I do so. Hmm. Yes, we will have to release the field to take a better look Mm -hmm. and what happens, happens. Release the field, Tech Marine. We get the ready. Wanders over to a a console um, at the edge, like very carefully making sure that he doesn't like step into the field as he sort of taps at a few keys. Yeah, and the bolts are keeping it very steady on the Astartes in the field. Taps a few keys and then sort of looks up at the field and taps one last one as the field drops. And in a blur of an instant, there is a (laughs) as a plasma bolt just blasts out of the stasis field and like melts a hole in the opposite wall. And the uh, second half of a sentence is just, um, betray me! And then as, as feet sort of land again and shaking and a head looks around, immediately reappraised. Should I do like a check, like an acuity check? Or something? Uh, yeah, you give me uh, acuity and I'd um, say this surely, is... Surely understanding for yeah, this Yeah, yeah, well okay. actually, yeah, this would be understanding and so you're trying to take in your surroundings very suddenly. Understanding uh, reflexes. reflexes. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, what's my challenge level? I... Do I need to say that? Because I like to keep that. No, you myself. don't have to say that. It could be scale. Something like this. Yeah, give him scale. something based on what he gets. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's generally how I work. Is that whole like I? But remember, we're really good. So what's hard? <laughs> <laughs> nice doubling. Doubling. Because I just want you to know that this is an absurd amount of dice. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. So, <laughs> uh, but it's not an absurd amount of successes. No, Two successes geez. on nine oh. dice. That was my that, best roll. Nine dice. That does make a lot of sense, though. Yes, so it does. you. Suddenly release because I imagine in a stasis field there has to be a point that you know I said or like almost immediately like you switch off like you're not seeing everything that's mm. happening outside. I imagine that was just like one second to the next like yeah. he's just, like what the hell's just happened? So you are suddenly pulled with this sudden, like dizzying speed like a blink into from this thriving you know sort of uh, fully inhabited imperial forge world suddenly um, 
in a blink of an eye, you step out into this derelict, destroyed, uh, you know, uh, forge world of this that almost is unrecognizable from your your original surroundings. As you take a moment to sort of you know gather yourself and like take in everything, you look around and you see these three, uh, two what you would recognize as Astartes. They're wearing some very strange armor. Mm-hmm. Um, a What appears to be a human woman, and as you spin around at the sound, there's a, a another tech priest behind you that sort of is just watching you with a very almost unnerving intensity. What was the change of environment that he perceived? So it would it would literally be like he's, you know, ready to fire at this, you know, sort of tech priest in front of him. Um, suddenly, you know, everything sort of freezes over and then suddenly he's being woken up in this. Like how different would the environment be to what it was for him? It's like, as you sort of take it in, I see what you mean. Yeah, as you yeah, take it in, good. it is the same. It appears to be from what you remember, the same environment, but yeah. it is destroyed. Like it is just wrought. Mm. Upon him firing, I'm immediately going to take action. And I'll just, <laughs> just cry, stand down! Stand oh, down! Okay. Can I very quickly uh, make a intuition check to just snap the time, like some, some time has passed. I've been in a stasis field. Not okay. any context, just like to realize that that would be, so I would say intuition and intelligence because you're trying to grasp mm-hmm. that. And as I do, I mutter under my voice. <clears throat> Amon, Zythega, Memphia, Hastor, Infodem, Fanek, Thotmes, Atep, Luxantep. Did anyone catch that? <laughs> Ooh, good roll. Uh, and four, five, gets- six. Six. And with criticals, thanks oh, yeah. to my special hey, ability, yeah. the enumerations, uh, I didn't get anything else on it, but I did get six successes. Yay. Six successes. Um, having, you know, obviously not only all the knowledge of the Astartes, but also the under, like the, <coughs> the understanding of the Astartes, but also the further understanding of your, your legion, mm. you... You know, turning around and looking at, and you know, th- putting together all the pieces, moving through the enumerations, you realize that the yes, you've been put in. This has been you know trapped in a stasis field, and has you gather you've probably been left there for a lot longer than you were in than oh, you were meant to be. Brother, declare your loyalty. Whom do you serve? What a preposterous question, Astartes. The Emperor, beloved by all. I look across at Cineric, nod like, it checks out. <laughs> uh, said, I, I, I'm more like the idea that you've looked over and like, is that, is that right? Is that, that's right, you yeah, know, yeah. that's what we do? <laughs> I may be a little rusty on my Space Marine chapters, but uh, where exactly do you come from? What is your name? Uh, he looks unsettled, but looks very comforted, though. Eyes trained on the tech priest and, like, the plasma gun isn't lowered. It's mm-hmm. still up and maybe even, like, slightly pointed towards the tech priest. Not aiming yeah. at him, but, like, ready to. Looks at the rest. And then in a moment of, like, realizing the situation and, and there's an inherent trust in seeing other battle brothers, 
he reaches his hand to his helmet and there's this the hiss of the mag seals of his helmet and he pulls up this mark three plate and reveals a rather surprisingly like proportioned and statuesque astartes with dark skin curly hair swept back and a gentle beard um but like Asadis usually look brutish mm. and weird. He looks like a statue. It's very, it's peculiar how perfect his proportions are. He pulls this helmet off and says, um, <clears throat> I am Ramos Bashir. My chapter is a fellowship led by Hithomat. I am Pavoni. Did any of you understand any of that? Because I didn't. What happened here? Why were you frozen? The place we stand, my expedition fleet, we arrived the 927th. What fleet are you with? Uh, I mean, we're not exactly with the fleet. Uh, I was not talking to a mortal. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know that I'm second we in command. Silence! We're speaking. This is Marie Van Haas and second in command of the rogue trader ship that we are aboard. <laughs> <laughs> a rogue trader militant. Very good. Yes, one of the Emperor's dogs kicked from terror. Excuse Wonderful. Excuse me, sir. I could have you executed. Brother, she nips. And you, grey and red. Vilcafenrica. Not who I thought would effect my rescue today. I am... You would know that term. Yes. yes. Yeah. Your yeah. own term for space yeah. wolves. I am no wolf, brother. But am, your armor. I am of the bears. <laughs> you speak in riddles, friends. You seem to speak in some yourself. I believe more enlightened conversations might be had aboard the ship. This abomination of a planet will serve us no more. But you will be welcomed. My squad, my company, they were deeper. You, at this point, Caron, you hear Caron does like, says, uh, this, um, might be a good time, but, um, as you turn around, you see these various sort of lights and said, like, various lights and, uh, screens flicker oh, on. that looks bad. Mm. Yes, um, I, it seems that the power holding the stasis field may also be now transferred to other areas and we don't know what those are. Um, at this point you see these uh, chamber doors, like these small capsules on the sides of the walls, like hiss, releasing steam and smoke as they slide open, as they split at the middle these robotic hands just... <laughs> right. at, at this point, I'm going to lower my bolter from Ramos's face. <laughs> I do not recognize any of those names, and that is enough for me. I throw out a... As, the, as I see this activity that I have witnessed before, Ramos throws his helmet back on and he says, We speak around each other, brothers. Know this. Silica animus. A crime against the Imperial Truth. 
They're dangerous. And he turns his gun towards the uh, things coming through. Uh, yes, purge the alien. So the rest of you um, see these sort of robotic forms, um, you know, sort of somewhat rusted, but mostly preserved, sort of these silver robots as they, like, pull themselves outwards, you know, jaws snapping as they lurch forward and start to charge for you. What do you think, Gunner? Potential quality? Mm, I have some ground to make up. I think that's a good place to leave it till next sure. time. Next <laughs> episode, we can open up with another sexy bit of combat. Wow. Very good. Was yeah. very fun. Round of applause, Dragon. You did a fantastic job. Thank you. Wow, that felt it felt that felt good. That felt good <laughs> yeah. just to hit hard quick and. Glad it felt good for you because it was terrifying for me. Oh, you did, you did great. Thank you. That Thank was you so very, much. very fun. I'm excited and a great place to pick up for next, next week, time. Next week. Wait for my voice to be completely different. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, yeah, just ready for me to change everyone's yeah. accent yeah. for next time. Vamos. Thank Vamos. you all so much for watching. Um, <laughs> and thank you to our patrons who we look forward to having an after party with. And a huge yeah. thank you to our sponsor. Thank, thank you, Fire and Ash. Ash. Go thank you, Fire and Ash. Kickstarter while you can. Fire and Ash. Bye, Bird. Goodbye.